Bronx Don't Lie Podcast with your host, Anton and regular Steve. Please follow us on Twitter at Balls Don't Lie Pod. That is Balls with a Z. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. We appreciate all of your support. Without you, none of this will be possible. Now, Balls Don't Lie. Let's go, let's go. Welcome to Balls Don't Lie. I am your host, A-N-T-O-N and Tom, along with my co-host, regular Steven. What's going on, brother? Not much. A little cross-town uh, connection here today. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Yes, the weather is frightful. <laughs> yeah, it's an icy wonderland outside, bro. Yes, it is. Yes, it yes, is. Yes, indeed. One of those days you just don't leave the house unless you absolutely have to. This does not qualify as having to, so we here we are on Zoom. Yes, indeed. I mean, we're in a line with the rest of the world now. That's what everybody else is doing. That's what it seems like. So we don't like was, doing it. No, no, it's not. It's not as fun. But no. uh, how was your holiday? How was your Christmas and uh, your New Year's? Uh, Christmas was good. You know, uh, I always say. Christmas is for the kids for the most part. So they got everything they wanted and needed and went well. You know, wife was happy. I was happy. We went and seen some family on Christmas day, had a good old jolly time. And then, uh, new year's, which was last night. Well, it's new year's as we record right now, but, uh, we didn't do nothing, man. Stayed up past midnight. Uh, the daughter wanted to watch the ball drop and then, Everybody in the house dropped right after that. So that's how it went. How was yours, brother? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Can't complain. The holidays were were fun. Uh, I got to visit with some families, just like a couple people. Uh, kept, it, kept it light. Light. Uh, but uh, we're doing kind of a delayed Christmas type of thing. We did presents and stuff, but we're doing another. Uh, the main Christmas is coming later. So we, I know we've talked about that off air. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna do something a little different like that, uh, but yeah, New Year's uh, boys weren't here, so we, me and Emma, she had to work today, uh, so that means getting up bright and early. We went to bed at ten thirty last night. Right, right. Did not stay up. It's the second time in three years I feel like we've done that, and uh, yeah, I didn't really care. I didn't really want to watch any New Year's <laughs> stuff. I'm happy to move on to 2021. 2020 has obviously sucked for multiple reasons um but yes. to, you know just doesn't really matter anymore it just seems like the other day i don't really care uh, <laughs> it's kind of like new year's has kind of gone the way of birthdays like i just don't really care <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah new year's used to be so fun <laughs> yeah the last yeah. three years just like you we've either been in bed or already sleep at uh midnight so yeah exactly and it is what it is it comes with old age all right, man. So we got a, a couple things to talk about today. The NFL, week 17, the playoffs are next weekend. So it's rapidly approaching. Uh, we got some spots that are still up for grabs. We got some winning your end situations. And we got some teams that are just chilling. <laughs> Possibly taking a little bye week, bye week this week. So we got a lot of exciting things on that front. And then... Regular Steven has been watching all the NBA. When I say all, I mean most, but a yeah. lot. <laughs> yeah. A couple a teams lot. I'm not watching. <laughs> a lot, but I haven't really watched a whole bunch. I'm still fully into NFL mode. So, but uh, we'll talk about that also. So, uh, you ready to get into some NFL? I am ready. I'm ready for the first time in a while. And now it feels exciting. Uh, yes, I'm ready to finally get back into football. All right. All right. Well, let's start in the AFC because we got some winning your end, some losing you're done and all these type of situations we can break down. We'll go down uh, one through eight in the eight AFC. So starting with Kansas City, obviously, all the way on lockdown. Uh, yeah, they're just going to sit their guys this week. Uh, I forget who they play, but. It doesn't matter. They're solidified in the one spot. Uh, 
I'll ask you about the Patty Mahomes thing uh, after we get through this, because him sitting for two weeks straight, that always seems to be a bad thing. Will it affect him like it affects everybody else? Because he is a Superman, apparently. Uh, Number two spot, we got Buffalo Bills, who pretty much, if they win, they play Miami, which is going to be one of the games we'll all be looking at. Uh, If they win, they're uh, solidified in the number two spot. But if they lose and the number three team wins, uh, Pittsburgh, and then they'll flip-flop positions. But not a big difference right there. They're both solidified in the playoffs, and it doesn't matter all that much since there's not a lot of crowds, you know. So Uh, the number four spot, we got Tennessee. Uh, If they win, they're in, uh, solidified and winning that division over Indianapolis, uh, who fumbled a game against my team last week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, now we get into uh, where it gets interesting a little bit. Uh, Miami, Baltimore, and Cleveland. These are the next three teams. If each of them win, they're all in, okay? The team on the outside looking in is Indy. If they win and one of those previous three teams, Miami, Baltimore, or Cleveland loses, then whoever loses is out and Indy's in. Now, uh, Cleveland, they're playing my team, Pittsburgh. And Ben Roethlisberger is not playing, so they're really going to be gunning for that for that playoff berth. Uh, they are having a little COVID situation. Uh, do you know what players they're missing right now? I know they lost to the Jets last week, and their receiving core was decimated due to COVID. Uh, I am not 100% sure. Okay. No. All right. Well, they're still missing a lot of those players, so. It's going to be interesting to see them come in a little shorthanded, but obviously we're not playing Ben uh, this week. So we'll see. Um, So yeah, that's pretty much the AFC. All these teams are you win and you're in except good old Indianapolis Colts. One of those teams has to lose for them to get in. We'll see, man. Uh, Any match potential matchups you look forward to in the AFC? Uh, I'm looking forward to that Dolphins game because I just think it'd be cool for the Dolphins to get into the playoffs a year after doing the whole tanking thing, uh, rallying the year, finishing winning five games out of their last seven or whatever it was. Right. Uh, and then, you know, so to come out and, and, you know, I mean, honestly, if they, even if they go 10 and six and miss the playoffs, that's still a really, a really big turnaround, really huge season, but it just feels a little bit different when you, make the playoffs and have something to kind of, you know, and then you get to also get that extra little bit of experience. You're not really expected to do anything, but Tua still gets to have a game in the playoffs, feel the, the energy, you know, yes, no, there's not going to be fans there. It's not going to be quite the same, but still get that feel for just what the extra preparation, the extra attention to detail, all that stuff that goes into just heightening it up a little bit in the playoffs. So uh, I think that'd be really valuable for them. Um, really, I guess the Brown Steelers should be a good game, aside from the fact that Roethlisberger's not playing. Normally, I'd probably look forward to that game a little bit more. Right. Uh, no, nothing Nothing really, you know, over here is really too exciting in terms of the actual games. Uh, just, I guess, what's at stake. Right. Uh, you could you know, make the case for a couple of these games, but uh, not too much there, to be honest with you. Just, just looking, keeping an eye on, on who's, uh, you know, I guess, you know, with Steelers, Browns, you're looking at two playoff teams, Dolphins, Bills. Those look to be the best games, to be honest. Right. Got you. Yeah, um, I'm looking to see which one of those teams loses. I think Indy is going to win this weekend, and somebody in that group is going to fall. I just, you know, you have that Week 17 vibe. One of those teams is going to fall, and it's probably not going to be Baltimore due to them playing Cincinnati. So that Miami game crucial and then that cleveland game very crucial uh those are both kind of toss-up games once one game being the undermanned game you know anything can happen and then you know that miami buffalo buffalo is good i'm on i mean i don't want to call myself on board but i yeah buffalo is good buffalo is good stefan diggs is a monster seeing him firsthand oh my gosh that boy is a problem though we didn't have joe hayden in that game yeah Diggs has been lighting everybody up and Allen has been playing MVP ish level football. So 
Yeah, Buffalo is going to be dangerous. I think they'll give uh, anybody a run for their money, including Kansas City for sure. All right, man, let's transition to something that's more applicable to your boy. Uh, I mean, my boy, regular. (laughs) All right, so in the NFC, we have Green Bay holding down the number one spot. Um, If they win, they keep that spot. Uh, Obviously, they have a a big matchup with uh, your Bears this weekend. 425, somebody will be knocking on your door barring that the winter wonderland uh kind of melts away <laughs> yeah uh we'll get to that game in, in a second though uh we'll keep running this down so if they lose and new orleans who are number two right now wins then they'll flip-flop spots um seattle was locked in uh, at the number three spot this is where it gets interesting washington <laughs> the nfc least Though they have been playing good football, we'll see how how their quarterback, if he comes back off of injury. uh, Why did his name just slip my mind, though? Alex, my man, Alex Alex Smith. Smith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alex Smith, he's been nursing, I think it's a a calf muscle injury or something like that. So we'll see if he plays this weekend. But if they win, they're in. But if they lose, if they lose, New York and the Cowboys – who play each other have a chance to take the division, which is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> it's oh, hilarious. God. Yeah. <laughs> the NFC East actually has football to watch this weekend. That means something. <clears throat> Maybe not in the grand scheme of things, because we all know that neither of these teams are going to really make any real noise in the playoffs, but for them to actually make a playoff berth and actually have something to watch is kind of hilarious. It shouldn't happen, but it is. Oh man. Uh, Next number five (laughs) is the LA Rams. If they win, they're in, they keep the number five spot, but here's where the interesting scenarios come to play. All right. Tampa Bay, they're solidified. They're, they're going to make the playoffs. Then you have Chicago and Arizona. If Chicago wins, they're in. If Arizona wins, they're in. Now, Arizona plays um, the Rams this weekend. Now, say that Chicago (laughs) and Arizona wins. The Rams are out of the playoffs. So things get a little dicey there. It's going to be a lot to play for. We'll go back to the matchup that you're anticipating. Not sure if you have a lot of faith in. Well, I am actually sure. I know you don't have a lot of faith in. Um, How do you feel right now as we speak about this Green Bay Chicago matchup? Uh, Not good. I don't think there's (laughs) any reason to feel good. Uh, We've lost four straight times to Green Bay. And if you look at the last time we played Green Bay, we lost 41-25. Uh, you know, it's not like, so here's, let me, let me give you a breakdown. We scored 15 points in the fourth quarter. It was 41 to 10. And then, you know, a little prevent defense. That's when yeah. the bears always explode for point. Maybe they always, they're very good at making games look a lot closer in the end right. than they were during the whole game. <laughs> and this was definitely one of them. That was 41 to 10. They scored 15 points late. Trubisky, 26 of 46, 242, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Yeah, I mean, I'm at look with the way we've struggled against Green Bay. It's just there's no real reason for me to feel to feel optimistic. Let me look at last year. We lost in week one, 10 to three. Remember that game, uh, and then we lost 21 to 13 in week 15. Trubisky usually plays okay. They just seem like they always have a hard time getting the ball in the end zone, and. Uh-huh. Uh, what happens, it seems like in these games, defense plays really well in the beginning, but you just, it's hard to hold Rodgers down, you know, for an entire game. It's just, it's hard to do that. Uh, so they end up giving up a couple scores, you know, second half, whatever, whatever. And then the offense is playing from behind now, all of a sudden, you know, even I remember that week one game where it was 10 to three, that game felt 
like it was just like we were down by 20. It like just getting in the end zone just didn't seem like a possible thing to do. I remember the Bears, the Bears scored uh, the first field goal in the first quarter and then Green Bay scored a touchdown in the second quarter. So it was 10 or 7 3 at halftime. And honestly, it just felt like there was no way they could win that game because they couldn't score a touchdown. Like it just didn't feel like there was any way they could do it. And then Green Bay adds on a field goal later and it was just like, yeah, there's no way. Um, yeah, it feels bad. <laughs> yeah, it just feels all bad. And in that game, Trubisky, 228 yards, a very similar line to the uh, the last game this year. He goes 26 of 45, uh, one interception that game. Uh, let's see what he did in the later game. Honestly, it's just I, I want to see these numbers. This one's a little better. He goes for 334 on the game, but two interceptions, one touchdown, 29 to 53. So he just, you know, again, Bears scored 10 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, they they lost the game 21-13. So again, scoring points late that they were really, you know, basically it was 21 to three in that game till till the very end. So that's a pretty consistent, pretty consistent theme there that just no, there's no reason for me to feel good about the Bears. What I do feel good about for the Bears is that we're playing a game that matters. Right? Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. It matters. It matters yeah. at the end of the year. You have a chance. It just works out perfectly, actually, that it is the Packers because yeah. there's not there'd be nothing better than beating the Packers to get into the playoffs if for some reason they're able to pull it off. And maybe they do pull it off. Maybe they do. I don't know. Green Bay is playing for that one seed, though. That's the only thing. If Green Bay didn't have anything to play for, obviously I'd feel a lot better about this. Absolutely. But since Green Bay also has something to play for, that means this is really going to be a legitimate game. It's in Chicago. I'm not sure if that matters at all. I don't think it really does, Not especially not in this you know, quarterback discrepancy. I mean, it's just there's no fans in the stands. It doesn't hurt anybody. It doesn't gain. It doesn't hurt anybody. It's just a wash. So, uh, yeah, I don't I – don't, I'm happy that they're in it. The only thing that's frustrating, even when you go that far, it's like, well, I'm happy to be playing a game that matters. When they lose, you've, you know, <laughs> your draft position. I don't know. It's just a weird time for the Bears because you have coaches trying to prove their worth, GMs, quarterbacks, everybody trying to prove their worth, but everybody else going, okay, well, maybe it's smarter if we just lost the games and we can get a better draft position. You have a lot of reason to believe that when you lost six straight, that it would have just been better kind of to, you know, maybe get as high a draft pick as possible. Right. Um, but you have so many guys that are trying to play for their next contracts or play, play for their, their coaching life or GMing life here. Um, mm-hmm. Makes it so that it's just a weird, it's a weird, it's weird feelings, man. You yeah. want them to win. You want them to, <laughs> I wanted them to lose. Now I want them to win. But it that's only because they've already messed everything else up. They've messed up the draft position. So now yeah. you may as well may as well do it. Yeah. Another season where you're stuck in the middle, man. That's really what it is at this point. Um I think they have an okay chance at winning this game. Obviously, it's not a good chance. You're playing probably the best team in the AFC. Um divisional opponent. That bad man is over there. <laughs> and uh yeah, it doesn't look all that great. Uh, they did have a, a major injury on their offensive line. Uh, their left tackle, uh, his name, yeah. David Bakhtiari. Yeah, Bakhtiari. Yeah, he uh, sustained a, a knee injury, possibly a season-ending injury. So that might give you another chance, you know, for the defense to make some splash plays possibly. I don't know, you know. I don't, I'm don't. not very familiar with Green Bay other than I know Aaron Rodgers gets busy out there and Devontae Adam has been murdering corners out there. Yeah. It, the problem we always run into with Rogers, it seems like he's just so good at getting the ball out of his hands yeah, or yeah. just buying a little bit of extra time with his feet, mm-hmm. you know, things like that, that that's usually where we get into trouble with them. They just start doing that quick pass, you know, stuff and they just kind of pick us apart right up the field. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I, I don't, like I said, I don't expect it. I'm happy they're in that position. It is, you know, it does make the season worth something. Um, but again, it just, it, it's very disappointing if you lose this game and then you're just sitting there again at eight and eight, you miss the playoffs and you're right in the middle of that draft board and 
you know, just yeah. again, you're still just right, right there, right in the middle. Right there in the middle. But shoot, we're bringing in 2021 with meaningful games. That's that's, that's the true. best thing. That's that's just the best thing about it at this point. I don't think either nobody is looking at our teams as oh they're gonna be Super Bowl uh, contenders right now. Uh, my team is in. Yeah, that's a blessing right there. But nobody believes in them right now, <laughs> and they don't have any reason to. You know, our defense is still our defense. We've lost a lot of people, but they still show up for the most part. We're not giving up great deal of points you know maybe 23 24 points a game but we still there to get those turnovers and you know big splash plays per game so we're not really worried about that but when you look at our offense hasn't looked great until that second half of the Colts game so uh, nobody believes in us and then you know Chicago is you owe five and one and then you lose six in a row and then you want to mess around and win your last two three games and make it look interesting but it's meaningful games it's just it's all we can all we can hope for at this juncture uh day one of 2021 <laughs> that's it man well and the funny thing is that it's been what it, exactly what i was you know crying out for which was can we score some points can we score right. some damn points yes and now yeah. four weeks in a row you know in a loss to detroit we scored 30 and then in three consecutive wins 36, 33, and 41. But it was against Houston, Minnesota, and Jacksonville. And we've seen Trubisky do this before where he can look really good. There's a reason why he's got such a good record against the Lions. It's because they stink. So, you know, we see how he can look and how this offense sometimes can look. And the defense obviously is usually going to play better, even though they've been looking not great, I guess, these last couple weeks. Uh, you know, whatever they did, hold Houston to seven. But, you know, I don't know. They they don't look like that defense. They just don't. They don't look like that same defense. Um, they, But can they be that same defense, though, at the same time? Well, you talked about this a long time ago. When your offense isn't doing nothing, you start to get that, that feeling like, man, why are we out here if they're not going to do anything, you know? Uh, and obviously you'll put up effort, but will you give that extra effort that needs to happen to uh, uh, complement your offense that's actually complimenting you or not at the same time? So, but you know, you never know. Uh, you guys still have some some great players on that side of the ball. So, with things on the line, will they show up and be those great players that they're supposed to be? Well, and, you know, if you can't get up for Green Bay week 17, right. you win and you're in. Right. At home. Right. After this year, this year that we've gone through with the, the six, you know, starting five and one, losing six straight. Now you've won three in a row. Yeah. You actually have a chance to get in and do it against your division rival. Uh-huh. If you can't get up for that, then I don't know what you can get up for. So that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm excited to watch it. 425 on Sunday on Fox. Yeah. Get a game that matters. Like you said, it feels like a playoff game. So I guess you get one playoff game if you're a Bears fan. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I will be showing up to your door for that one. Uh, if it starts getting out of hand, I might leave because I might be the ba- I might be the bad luck guy. <laughs> yeah. Last time I came over, the double doink happened. <laughs> Yes, you were there for that. I was there. <laughs> Maybe I'll show up at halftime. So I'll let all the good yeah, vibes you'll... in first, and then I'll come in and see, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, I don't think it really matters. <laughs> I know. <laughs> all right, man. Well, exciting weekend. Uh, hopefully uh, things go according to plan. Yeah. No, no, no. Go better than what you think. Cause <laughs> let's uh let's let's do better than what think what Steven thinks. Yeah, my, my plan is we're losing. And <laughs> I'll I'm gonna make a score prediction here though. Let me let me get back to the old uh uh the line. Yeah, I want to see what the line is here. Let's see, Chicago. I think it's I think it's three or six. Let me get the double check here. I don't know why it's so hard to pull up. Uh, it's six. 
over-under over uh, over 50. 50.5. So, okay. Uh, I'll go Green Bay 30, uh, Chicago 20. <laughs> 30 to 20? That's, yeah. Ooh, just to put good vibes out there. I'm going to say Chicago 26, Packers 24. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good vibes. I'm glad, I'm glad you have faith. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we'll see. We'll check in on Sunday. All right. Well, let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, Stephen uh, unleash on the NBA. Tell us all that he's witnessed this year. 2021 is here, son. <laughs> we'll be right back on Balls Don't Lie. Let's go. Welcome back to Balls Don't Lie. Regular season. Yeah, regular yes, season. Yes, it is the regular season. <laughs> regular Steven, since you've been watching a, a lot of NBA so far, uh, right off the top, uh, what is your top five teams that you've seen this this uh, NBA season so far? Who are we, four games in? Yeah, about four, uh, Some teams four are five, five. Yeah, we're about four or five games in. Uh, right, cool. So at number five, I'm going to go with the Pacers. They're four and one. They have a nice little... Uh, yeah. net rating they're, they've been playing really well uh doing well yeah so bonus they've been they've been playing pretty well i think or depot i think tj warren did just go out with an injury so we'll yeah. see how they react with that uh but all depots looked pretty decent had some nice plays uh what's his name brogdon looks really good so they're they're uh they're better we got to see how they do with tj warren out but they they're better than what i thought they were going to be at least early on uh, number four, I got the Clippers. Mm. Nothing crazy here. Just, I mean, they are four and one. I think everything seems to look look good. Again, this all comes down to what they're going to do in the playoffs. But early on, got to give them their due. Clippers give them a little four. bit, even though their one yeah. loss was by fifty points. <laughs> yep, even though their one loss was by fifty points. Yeah. Crazy things happen, man. Yeah, the Heat just got beat. By 500 points by the Bucks, <laughs> and then the next night turn around and beat yeah, them by beat 11. Them. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of weird right now in the NBA. That's one thing I'll talk about that I've noticed when we There's get a to lot of blowouts. Later. Yeah, a lot, a lot of blowouts. blowouts. Uh, at number three, a team that I've seen, I think, every one of their games is the Phoenix Suns. Mm. I got the Phoenix Suns. And ironically, it's not necessarily for the reason that I thought it would be. Uh, Chris Paul – Looks good. He looks like he's changed the dynamic there a little bit, but he hasn't looked as good as what I kind of expected. It's been for other reasons why they've been winning. For one, I'm not really sure. After I watch Devin Booker consistently, it's hard for me to understand how he doesn't average 40 points a game. <laughs> like, he is just so nasty, filthy. It seems like he should be able to get it whenever he wants, uh -huh. but, I mean, he doesn't, but <laughs> it's dirty. Uh, Aiden looks pretty solid. Uh, Mikhail Bridge is probably their third best player. That dude is ready to be a very good contributor on a very good team right now. Um, okay. So, so they've looked really good so far. At number two, I know they've had a couple losses already, but just in terms of what I've seen, the aesthetic of it, uh, I got to go with the Brooklyn Nets at number two. Mm. Um, just they look pretty nasty. I think when KD and Kyrie are are hitting on all cylinders. They're going to be pretty tough to match up with, and we can probably talk about that a little bit more moving forward as well. Did lose Spencer Dinwiddie? Yep. For seasons. Yep, they did lose uh, Dinwiddie. I think they'll be able to make up for that though. Uh, and then at number one, I still have the Lakers. I know they're three and two, uh, but it's you know I'm not I'm not too worried about the losses. They still look like the best team. I know they had a game. LeBron didn't. I think was their game. LeBron didn't play. I think a game AD didn't play, and they kind of. Yeah, the game that AD didn't play, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, but they're still the best team. And for right now, I'm going to leave them at number one until I see more or somebody that looks much better. So uh, right. that's my top five right now of teams that I've seen and laid eyes on, which has been most of the league. I don't, like I said, I'm probably not going to be watching too many Pistons games or Bulls games or Wizards games. Right. Uh, but sometimes... <laughs> 
know, <laughs> <laughs> if it's the only thing on. Right. Uh, but but most of the teams I've tried to at least lay my eyes on. So right. Yeah, man. I haven't really watched much, man. To be honest, I've, I've caught game highlights. You know, I always try to check in on my. Uh, obviously, the Lakers. I watch whatever is available on TV, and then um, the Pelicans. I've been trying to trying to check in on them. Um, you know, at three and two, they've looked pretty decent this year. Not great, but pretty decent. Brandon Ingram is he's still ascending, uh, learning how to work with that that uh, Zion guy. Uh, Zion is looking explosive like he normally does. Uh, the surprise on the team, I shouldn't really say a surprise, but somebody who's added on from last year is Lonzo. Lonzo is just shooting. He can he can actually shoot for real. He's not. You got to cover that guy. You can't just, uh, that's Lonzo Ball. I'm just let him shoot. Nah, no more. And his brother seems to be on the same path. Golly, he shot like seven for 10 the other day from three-point line or something crazy like that. Um, so, yeah, I like Lonzo's game. He's still facilitating, playing defense. So they're going to be a team to wa- be a team to watch. But everything else I just haven't been paying for, uh, play, uh, paying attention to yet. The Warriors. I saw them on a Christmas day, um, obviously first, I think it was the first taste of them. And I don't know if they're going to make it. It's possible, but I don't know if they're going to make it. Uh, the Nuggets have got off to a rocky start. We'll see, man. It's, it's a lot of stuff that, you know, goes on in this shortened season. And then, you know, limited uh, training camps and all that. You can kind of see that that rust on people right now. You either got it one night or you don't. At the end of the day, it seems like a lot of these blowouts. Yeah. Uh, One of the teams that I think is going to be interesting to watch moving forward is the Houston Rockets. We talked about all this James Harden stuff. Look, I watched a game. I watched the first quarter of uh, Rockets-Kings. John Wall just came back. DeMarcus Cousins just came back. They just got a couple of those other guys back that were out with COVID. Harden looks really good. And those other guys looked really good. They won that game against the Kings. Uh, they are one and two now. But with the addition of Christian Wood from Detroit. I slept on that That dude's one. good. I slept yeah. on that one. I remember hearing his name in possible Laker trade talk early in the you know offseason. And I looked him up. I was like, ooh, he's that, yeah. he has that skill set that will work very well with somebody like LeBron who can lob up or – you know, just, oh my gosh. So yeah, I, I haven't seen him play this year, but yeah, I could see him making a huge difference on, on that team. You replacing him with four, like a Clint Capella or even, right. you know, stuff like that. Oh gosh. Yeah. He's going to be a problem. Yeah. So I could see them now that I've gotten a look at them, I could see them being a fringe playoff team, you know, battling out for those, those playing games. Yeah. Uh, because that's, if Harden's going to still play like this, if if he stays there the whole year, I think John Wall looks really good. Um, I know I'm biased on that, but he looks explosive. He looks quick. Uh, for the most part, was making good decisions last night. But then most of this is going back to just seeing him in the preseason. Uh, looks really the same in the preseason, just real explosive and bouncy. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins is looking good again. Same thing, saw him a bunch in the preseason and then last night. You know, he's able to hit the threes. He's still really good passer. He fits in really well there. Um, I think they got something something working out there. Uh, the Pelicans you mentioned, I've seen them a bunch. I do think they look a lot better. I like the addition of Steven Adams. That's been huge. Having him and Zion down there, you're going to be having a hard time getting rebounds, banging with yeah. those two big bodies. Oh, yeah. I mean, those. that's a lot of strength mm-hmm. uh, down there when you have to play against the Pelicans. Yeah, yes, definitely is. Uh, that's a that's a there's a lot of block shots, a lot of rebounds, a lot of hard fouls. There's a lot of good things going on down there. So yeah, <laughs> I would not want to get fouled by either one of those guys, bro. That's what it felt like getting sacked no. by uh, by uh, T.J. Watt, getting touched by them. <laughs> huge, dog. yeah. A uh, couple teams in the East that have been kind of surprising. Uh, obviously, the Atlanta Hawks getting off to a three and one start, uh-huh. and then the Orlando Magic getting off to a four and one start. And I did see the Orlando Magic uh, because they played Miami in the first game of the year. Uh-huh. I have not seen them since. I think I watched part of their game 
I don't remember who it was against, but I watched a little bit of one of their other games, but uh, not not enough to really come away with anything. But in the game against Miami, they shot the ball pretty well. Uh, they always played really well against Miami. I'm not real sure why. It's kind of just that Florida rivalry or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure, but uh, right. they always they always do seem to play well against Miami. Uh, so Orlando getting off to a good start. Pacers, like we talked about earlier, they're four and one. Seventy Sixers, I have not laid eyes on. But they are four and one off to a pretty decent start. So, mm. kind of yeah, it's kind of it's kind of weird. When you think about Orlando; <laughs> they've made the playoffs probably the last three years, three or probably three three or four years, just always yeah. occupying that seven or eight spot. Like they're a team that um, nobody thinks is a cakewalk. Whenever you go to see Orlando, it's like. They're going to give you a game regardless. The Lakers, every time I see them play, I almost count it as a loss because we seem to never beat them when we see Orlando. They're just, they're just good, you know. So being together this long, Markel Fultz actually getting that confidence. They're giving him a contract and everything like, and Vucevic always showing up and balling. I think they, uh, I don't, you know, four and one might be a little crazy, you know, it might, and I shouldn't say crazy, but. They're, I don't think they're that good where they can maintain right. this rate, but right. they'll be in the thick of things, I believe, you know, them and Atlanta, and they might surpass Atlanta, stay above Atlanta the entire season just because they've been together so long. Yeah, that could happen. That could happen. The thing with the Philadelphia 76 is I just looked at their schedule. So they beat the Wizards, Knicks, they lost at Cleveland by 20, and then they beat the Raptors, and they did beat the Magic. Um so whatever you want to make of that, a couple yeah. wins over some, some bad teams, a couple wins over some okay teams, lost to a bad team. So obviously uh, there's not much to make from records. It's way too no. early to look at records. No one really cares. But it's one of the only measuring sticks we really have in, a, in such an early uh, start, to the, start to the season here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't put too much stock in this first really pretty much maybe the first 20 percent of the season i won't put a lot of stock in it's really just an extended preseason though they count you know what you do in these in in these first portion of the season will loom large in the end if you don't stack wins when you're supposed to but yeah it's just short preseason you know short off season quick turnaround for all the rookies yeah it's, it's somewhat difficult and then you you're in stadiums with the nobody in them like the bubble was a totally different thing. You kind of closed in, but you see the vastness of the, the stadiums and like, golly, I bet you their depth perception is uh, somewhat thrown off at this point. So that's why teams are coming in either hot or extremely cold. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, yeah. these blowouts have been ridiculous. How do you lose by 50 points? Not only lose by 50 points, but be down by 50 points by halftime. Right. Yeah. That's, well, that's the thing. That's what bad. I want to say, though. This there's a lot of these games have had some real serious preseason vibes to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> I, I feel like certain teams are treating this like the preseason because you'll notice a lot of the teams that didn't get invited to the bubble Balling. or or were were over there long. Yeah. They're out here having some nice little. Right. Like, they were yeah. just ready to go. Fresh. Uh, some of these other teams, I think, are treating this a little bit more like an extended preseason, uh, you know, trying to win games, but like at the first sign of them getting out of hand, they kind of, you know, call off the guard and, oh, okay, it's a little rest time. Right. get you a little rest time. I mean, um, they, so, have they have yeah, to. Yeah, and they're going to have to. I mean, we saw that with the Heat. I think you just kind of take your, you know, when they, that game, they, look, Milwaukee, in that game, they, they hit 29 threes, which yeah, is a record NBA for the NBA game. So, I mean, like, what do you, you're not going to win the game like you're, right. you if a team makes 29 threes you're probably not winning and that's exactly what happened uh just because they made so many of them so early it was right. in the first quarter like they were just down there it wasn't like a slow build up it was like they they hit like 10 plus threes in the first quarter it's like you're not it's over they scored right. like 50 in the first quarter <laughs> things over so right you know. But whatever, they come back the next night. No Jimmy Butler either game, so whatever. Yeah, so like we said, man, there's nothing to really take too serious out of these 
couple handful of games. Obviously, you'll see the potential in certain teams and maybe some teams that need to have some things to work on. But I think the goal of most of these teams is just to build that little bit of chemistry and get out of the first portion of the season uh, with a little more uh, cardio <laughs> and healthy. That's it, really. Um, they'll start going into, you know, attack mode, you know, late January, you know. Once they got a couple games under their belt, 10, 15 games, it's a dangerous road to tread, you know, because the season is short. So you don't have as much time to make up some of these losses that you would in a typical season. But we'll see, man. I see a lot of teams that are shooting. Uh, some good shooting is happening, man. The Lakers are number two in the league in shooting percentage uh, from, yeah. from three. They're number yeah, one. In that's from, a problem. That's crazy. That's if that's real. going to continue, that's that's going to be a real serious issue. That's going to be a super problem. Wesley Matthews went six for six last last game. That was his first. <laughs> yeah. That was his first three pointers he hit this season, though. It was kind of weird. He missed. Yeah. I think it was like zero for nine the first couple games and make all of them back in one game. Brooklyn is number three. Milwaukee is number one. I uh, see you. You hit twenty nine in one game. So yeah, the shooting is ridiculous, though. Yeah. 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 I want to go over some of the games uh, just to kind of get an idea here. Uh, So tonight, some decent games, Grizzlies, Hornets, Grizzlies would be a lot more fun with Ja out right now. And obviously Jaron Jackson Jr. is out for an extended amount of time. Uh, If Ja was there, this would be a fun one. I did watch some Hornets Mavs the other day, and that was Mm -hmm. a little bit of fun. Uh, Heat Mavs should be a good one. Uh, that's on League Pass. Hawks Nets, really good one on League Pass. Oh yeah. Uh, Bulls Bucks, I probably will not tune into. Wizards Wolves, probably not gonna tune into. Nah. Lakers Spurs, eh, yeah. it's okay game on NBA TV. Yeah. Uh, it is Lakers, get a chance to see the Lakers. Uh, Suns Nuggets on League Pass. Why well, will be tuning into that at nine o'clock? The old classic West Coast game. You got Clippers Jazz and Trailblazers Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday, let's see if we got any good games this weekend. Eh. Not too much. Not too not much really. going on on Saturday. Let's see what we got going on on Sunday. If there's any good matchups, not Lakers right. Grizzlies would have been a good one. Uh, what you say? We got Suns Clippers at eight o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. So a lot of Suns games I'm noticing. Uh, pretty good games, and then again, it's just uh, some of those other bad games is kind of just a chance to kind of turn them off for a little bit, kind of see some of the guys, see what they look like. Uh, for example, Terry Rozier on the Hornets. Uh, when I watched it, part of that game, dude, he just looks like he's playing at a different speed than everybody else. Like he's just flying and everyone else just kind of going slow-mo. So yeah. it was kind of fun to watch. That's who dunked on uh, Durant the other day, right? Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, Terry uh, Rozier was uh, – he's definitely a good player. I wish he would have stayed with the Celtics, though. Yeah. I think they would have had um, – you know, obviously, I think he was a super young guy. I don't know if he was on his rookie deal when he was there, but imagine them not having to bring in Kimba and having that money to appropriate in uh, better places, like a, a well, better yeah, because I think better four. Because I think that was part of the part of the deal for getting Kimba there. I think Rogier was on the way out for part of that was part of that deal. Also, yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, he would look he would look good in. Uh, and in Boston still for sure. But the Hornets, nice little young core. Uh, again, not going to do anything, but they're nice young watch. core. They're they're fun to watch. Absolutely. How's PJ um, doing? Uh, seems to be off to a little bit of a slow start shooting. Last year, uh, shooting the three was something that he kind of excelled at in uh-huh. the early stage. He's kind of gotten off to a slow start with that up to this point, but he's doing okay. He starts for him, seems to get good minutes. Uh, so he's he's doing all right, but I'd like okay. to see the scoring uptick uh, a little bit. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. Yeah. Well, I mean, the 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 season is young. Uh, obviously, a lot more to look forward to. I'll start paying attention a little more as the season ramps up, but until football is all the way over, I can't put all my attention there yet. <laughs> I got a horse in a race on the other side. I can't take that fandom away. <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, I, I'm not taking the fandom away. I'm just 
<laughs> just enjoying watching this. <laughs> I will say the league pass. I'm not going to be able to do it without league pass probably moving forward. It's just too many games. You just get a chance to watch too many games. And again, like I said, it's not even the games that are the good games necessarily. Sometimes the best games are the teams that are evenly matched, but they're not necessarily the best teams, but you can get some really uh-huh. entertaining games out of that. Uh-huh. So it just, you know, it makes it, it makes it a lot of fun and being able to just kind of check out, you know, little bits and pieces without caring too much about it. It makes it a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. That's the one thing the NBA has for sure. Every team has somebody that's enjoyable to watch on it. Pretty much every single team has somebody yeah, that's the, enjoyable the to watch and they'll have the ball in their hands for sure. A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cause even if you look at like a team, like the bulls that, you know, they really not very good you still you like to watch zach levine i mean that's exciting yeah of course uh, to watch the, the wizards obviously you still get to watch beal mm-hmm. and and uh westbrook and you know like team like the timberwolves you still get to watch carl towns and mm-hmm. you know yeah even these bad teams uh so you know so-called bad teams they they still have guys that are really exciting to watch yeah like yeah definitely uh we are on zoom right now uh i can see uh his uh pet lion yeah, in the oh, back yeah. Uh, yep. and <laughs> cleaning himself. <laughs> yes, very nice on the counter. Nice to see that. Oh man, <laughs> things. Oh goodness. Anyways, uh, anything else, man? NBA related or sports related? I heard something about your Cubs. Did they uh, you Darvish get traded? Yeah, traded you Darvish to the Padres. Okay. Uh. I actually feel pretty good about the trade. I know a lot of people are upset about it, but I kind of feel like the first two years of you, Darvish, were kind of like uh, – it made it look like a really bad contract. Uh, this last year he pitched really well. I think there were two more years, two or three more years left on the contract. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's one of those instances where they're just trying to get the most value out of him. He, he had value again. Because if you would have tried to trade that contract last year, you had a hard time doing it. Um, I think they got to a point where he probably pitched as well as he was going to pitch this past season. And that made them, you know, be able to get out of that contract and move that contract, I think is appealing. I think it's actually a good thing. Okay. Getting rid of one of your best pitchers, but I think it's just kind of the betting game of he's not going to be much better than this. And if we don't do it now, we won't be able to do it again. Because we saw in the first two years that we wouldn't have been able to trade that contract for anything. Mm. Uh, they've got some other contracts they've had that are like that. Jason Hayward's contract is like that. It's just too big to move uh, for what he actually provides. And I think they don't want to get stuck in more of those. So I, I'm not against it, especially with the, the signals all pointing to them probably going through a reloading stage here. Uh, so I don't, I don't expect them to be pushing for – big winning seasons. I think they're going to try to be competitive while they rebuild, but I don't see it being big winning season. So I think they just made a calculated decision. I'm all for it. Interestingly enough, the Rays traded Blake Snell, um, one of their best pitchers to the Padres as well. So the Padres loading up on, on pitching, ready to make a push. Padres will be one of those interesting teams. They were this last season because of the offense. Now they're trying to add the pitching to, uh, match with that so they'll be they'll be interesting that sounds interesting uh did they make the padres made the playoffs last year didn't they or did they fall short they did okay they made it right. yeah. yeah they made the playoffs they got beat by the dodgers okay uh in the first round i believe so okay so they see the opening they are they're addressing their immediate needs i see all right yep yep yeah, they've put together something pretty special out there. They've got a lot of prospects to move, and that's how they've accumulated, you know, guys like Blake Snell and Lute and you Darvish. Uh, so yeah, that's you got to make. Eventually, you got to cash in all your chips. So that's what they're doing. So they're going for it for the next two or three years. They're going to be pushing for it. Mm, okay. Ooh, breaking news: uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick tests positive for COVID nineteen. Yeah. Ooh, so they got to stick with the Tua guy. I wonder if he's going to be on the contract contact tracing uh, situation. Ooh, that, yeah. Oh, that could yeah, be bad. Could be ugly. Uh, I think they said that everybody else has tested negative. I feel like I saw that this morning. 
And so they're moving forward with everything as usual. But we see how these things can change up, you know, minute by minute. So I guess was that's something to keep an eye on. Hmm. That would suck though. You get your chance to come play your your playing game and all your quarterbacks are out. Uh, yeah. That's what we talked about right before the season started. That's the the scenario yeah. that would uh that we're was not trying to see. That's the one thing we didn't want. You have a team in a critical game or a playoff game, play in game, and your quarterbacks are out because of COVID. <laughs> so gosh, can't get any worse than that right there. So hopefully uh Tua is not on that list. And uh, I think they'll be fine as long as that happens. So, all right, man. Well, I don't have much more. Um, ready to enjoy some some sports. It looks like college football is going on right now. I haven't really watched a lot, but I might flick on a game or two because I'm not leaving the house in this winter wonderland outside. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah. You ready to shut it down? Yeah, let's shut it down. <laughs> it's uh, I was just looking – Looking outside, I was thinking about, do you know what's open? Is everything, everything is closed? I haven't seen one car. Oh, there goes one. I've seen very, very few cars driving, <laughs> driving out here. It's like ghost town. I know it's icy, but damn. I have no idea. You know where I live, so I, we don't have traffic at all. So I don't, I can't really tell you if, uh, if it's going down or not. I don't know if Walmart is open or anything. I have no idea. But I'm chilling. It's a good day just to lay around and watch sports. Exactly. Uh, Hey, have you watched Wonder Woman yet? Have you? I just watched it last night. Okay, let me ask you what you think of it. Okay, so... uh, Hmm. I have not seen it. You haven't? Okay. I have not. And the reason is, I from everything that I saw, it wasn't very... People didn't seem to think it was very good. For a couple of different reasons. So I guess I just wasn't in much of a hurry to rush to see it. Uh, but what did you think about it? I thought it was okay. Um, yeah. I didn't look at any reviews or anything before I watched it. But right before we turned it on, the wife was like, uh, have you heard anything about it? Because I keep hearing it's, it's bad. <laughs> I heard it's bad. So I'm like, man, did you have to say that right before we start watching it? And now I'm thinking thinking about it as the movie is going on. But there's certain things about the movie that I didn't like. First of all, um, I always say this, when Wonder Woman shows up on screen, it's usually the most dynamic thing about the movie. I know everybody know Gal Gadot is, you know, she's fire, but her action scenes always seems to be like the best ones in any movie she's in. This movie, I wasn't all that much of a fan. That's of her her action scenes. They really looked yeah. fake. They tried to do too much with it to me, yeah. you know. Um, the villain, uh, there's, there's actually two villains in this movie. I won't go into detail with it. Um, if you know anything about the comics, one of the characters, You'll be like, ah, which I'll, I'll just say the the character name is Cheetah. You know, it's played by uh, what's her name? I I, I forgot. Anyway, but uh, yeah, you don't have any expectations going in, so it won't affect you at all. But it's kind of you know, it's a little weird. And then the big villain is extra weird to me because I I wasn't expecting it, but it also provides a good lesson i will say that it has a good lesson in it and uh it'll be blatantly obvious when the movie is over what the lesson is um do i recommend you watching it if you don't have nothing else to do or watch then yes endorsement you seen I think the first so one? yeah i, I thought the first i didn't one really care for I thought it was yeah, good. I don't remember. I don't remember being blown away by the first one, but that's the, that's a really glowing endorsement. Uh, if you have nothing else to do, you watch it. <laughs> it yeah, I wouldn't. Pre- I wouldn't press completely nothing. No, <laughs> nothing else to do. <laughs> you watch Wonder Woman 1984 for sure, <laughs> but only if you have nothing else to do. 
Oh man. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's just okay. I had high I had higher expectations, so you know. I don't know. I still don't even know what the reason. Doesn't it seem like it seems like DC Comics they can't get any of those movies right? Hasn't Batman sucked for like since Ben Affleck took over? Uh yeah, for me. I was just tired of Batman in the first place. But yeah, it hasn't been all that great. Uh, I think the only movie that was like, okay, yeah, I'm down with it was the the Superman movie, not the Superman versus Batman, but the the first, the first newest Superman movie, uh, his solo. It was pretty decent, but other than that, even Aquaman, I wasn't a super fan of. I thought it was dope all the way into the ending, I and mean, it was it was too much for me. I don't know. Yeah, Aquaman, we have we own that one. Oh, I, we went. Then we go to see that together at the movies. I feel we like, might have. Yeah, I think we did. We all went to see that. Me, you, uh, Emma, and Steve. Uh, me, you, uh, <laughs> and my wife. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Yeah, we did go see that. I was there twice. You were there twice, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, I, I, that's been the overall knock on DC films. They just haven't been been put together well enough. They have the most famous characters besides Spider-Man, you know. Superman and Batman are the most popular superhero characters of all time, period. Hands down. If you think of a superhero, it's either going to be Superman, Batman, or Spider-Man. DC has two of them. And they can't get it right. So, Yeah, it's not good. Definitely they not good. They have to their game up. But yeah. Only thing you hey, when do those? Oh, go ahead. When do those Marvel series come out? Uh, they start in like two weeks. Uh, the WandaVision. It comes out January, hmm, I think, 15th. So that's the first one that'll come out. Um, that's It's episodic, so they'll drop an episode a week. Uh, and then it'll be Falcon and Winter Soldier will be the next one. I think all these are six episodes, if I'm not mistaken. It's supposed to be an hour long, so well, I don't know. Nice. It's, it's, it's going to be something Marvel-related going on every every month this year multiple shows movies all type of shit so it's gonna be an overload yeah that's good because well, we just got back on uh disney plus so i was just kind of curious oh okay yeah yeah i'm excited to see what they do this wandavision one is gonna be like it's gonna be a wtf the entire time because it's it looks very weird yeah yeah that's so. cool yeah i'm looking forward right. to seeing it yeah you've watched anything lately that i need to get on because we don't really have nothing to watch. Oh, dude, we've watched all kinds of stuff, and now I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you watch so much, they just cancel each other out. It's so much, huh? Yeah. Go ahead, uh, oh, we watched... Uh, we wa- <laughs> I don't know how much I want to admit this. Uh, we watched this show called Virgin River. <laughs> it's, okay. Uh, because, because Emma's going to school to do the nurse practitioner thing. It's about this nurse, pra- nurse practitioner... Okay. Moves from LA up to some mountain town, mm. uh, you know, kind of get away from everything. She's got a whole thing that's happened to her in life, and just you know, she meets all these people and the town people, or whatever, whatever, whatever. So, uh, we watch that, it's kind of a uh, whatever. We watch House, we've been watching that a lot, but that's kind of just you know, hey man, this, this is not even TV watching, this sounds like studying. <laughs> it's just Emma yeah. studying, and you're you're there to watch it, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what uh, else have we transplant. watched? Have you watched transplant? Movies. Have you seen transplant? Is that the one you told us to watch? Yeah, yeah. It's another doctor joint. No, we haven't. It has some lessons in there for it okay. too. So, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's what only thing I. That's yeah. the only show that we've been watching. Me and the wife. That's the only show <laughs> we watch together, at least. So she's been. Have you nice. seen the preview for that that Netflix Netflix movie uh, in outer space? With George Clooney, it's like called the Midnight Midnight something. Sky. Is yeah, that what it's called Midnight Sky. I yeah, seen that uh, trailer. I, okay, I think it, the movie is already out though, isn't it now? Or yeah, TV? we watched it. Okay, was it good? Eh. Okay, it was, okay, it was okay. <laughs> it was okay, okay. Uh, maybe I won't watch that. We'll see. I mean, is it, if you is have it, nothing to do, <laughs> the glowing endorsement. If you have nothing, 
<laughs> then maybe watch Midnight Sky. <laughs> okay, I'll remember that. I'll remember that. It has a has a little kids in it too. A little uh child <laughs> it has a child in it. Uh I think so. Like as one of the main that's how I kind of determine sometimes I watch things because yeah, yeah. There's a child. Okay. Yeah, she yep. She's yep. a part, integral part. That's yep. how you sucker like, the kids into watching movies when we have to, <laughs> you know. Is there a kid in child it? in there? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see, man. Uh that's yep. it with uh Anton and regular Stevens mu- movie reviews. Yeah, that might be a good show to start. We'll I just, know, right? Call it that. <laughs> if you ain't got shit to do, you should watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yep that's the rating system right there yeah it's on what you got to do that day <laughs> all right man well let's get out of here bro cool cool okay like we always say though the balls do bounce roll and fly even when we're on the sky <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure <laughs> And for sure. Yes. Later, dudes. I'll holler.